0: Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, anything in that realm. Today's episode, we have an awesome guest named Sebastian Soul. He
1: is the host of the podcast Affirmation to Manifestation. He's a law of attraction coach and hypnotist who shows you how to manifest your dreams. We really enjoyed his approach to the law of attraction and his manifesting approach, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's like really, um, it was really interesting, a really great conversation we had with him. Sometimes I feel like words like manifesting, law of attraction, law of assumption, all of that, have this like energy around them because of all of these online, Gurus. Yeah, all
1: these personalities.
0: I bet a lot of you guys listening can just like imagine a particular any any individual. I'm I can't think of a specific person. I think they all help people in their own way. I'm not like dragging anybody, but like there's this like energy around it that I think we have sometimes and it can sometimes like push people away thinking, Oh, this is just another law of attraction person or something like that. And a
1: lot of the law of attraction people utilize the same exact approach to manifesting. And it's the same gratitude list and the scripting and all that. But there's different ways to do things.
0: Yeah, but this, like, I wish we, like, could call this conversation something else so that you didn't go in with preconceived ideas of the law of attraction because of how, like, the internet's inundated with that type of stuff. Because his approach is so... Awesome. His um like energy, just everything about the chat we had was really inspiring and a lot of fun. Um, so just go in guys and listen and enjoy it and this is a like, really good
1: episode. This is actually one of my favorite interviews we've done, so please listen to it all the way through.
0: Yeah, it was it was great and um it'll really make you like wanna just go after your dreams. But I guess that's what he does, so <laughs> you know, this (laughs) inspires you and helps you to
1: make your dreams a reality.
0: Yeah. um, So before we get into the episode, I want to touch on a couple things. One, I want to remind everybody of some of the events we have going on. Those are gonna be linked down below. Um, I am going to be reading tarot August 19th at the magic shop called Ceremonial. And that's from noon to four. The one we did last week went really well. It was a lot of fun. Thank you to everybody who came out. And um, then on August 20th, I am doing a tarot class. And it's called Art and Tarot. It's at the Redfish Bowl. Uh, we have a couple other events later. And uh, those we're going to have everything listed down below. If you follow us on social media, we will keep updating you guys. It looks like we're going to be doing events, like, into October now. <laughs> so, um, if you want to... Like
1: we said in the previous episode, when it's go time, it's go time. So, enjoy the slow moments and enjoy the busy. It all happens.
0: Yeah, if you guys want to meet us, you should come out. Come catch a vibe. <laughs> come, yeah. come
1: chill. Come buy some art. We're going to have our Oracle card decks available for purchase as well. So, just come out. Hang out. love we'll stickers, everything. Like, come out. Yeah. Just support. And you'll be supporting a lot of artists. A lot of around. artists and yeah. independent creators. It's it's
0: anything to help. Yeah. Uh, all right. And speaking of social media, do you want to tell them where they can find us at? So you
1: can follow us over on X now. At, uh, at yeah, pro underscore is. PGH. <laughs> Side well. note, we will be using threads more than the... Elon Musk or the... Then that platform now. Moving forward. Um, That's what we're going to be doing. So follow us on threads. We're now on threads. (laughs) That's under Ed Arlene. We're on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, TikTok under Ed Arlene as well.
0: We we don't really use TikTok that much. We don't don't use
1: TikTok or Facebook at all, but we have them. So if you would like to go follow, hit us up. But we are more active on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I would say Instagram these days. These uh, days. YouTube, we're very active on. YouTube, yeah. Pinterest, too. Funny enough, Pinterest, we're like really active on here. Yeah, follow us on Pinterest, <laughs> too.
1: But on YouTube, we post Reiki infused videos almost every single day. Go over there and like and subscribe and get some energy. And you can go to our website, com. We send Reiki out to everyone on our email list on the first of every month at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go sign up. And get some ranking. And yeah, thank you to all our patrons. Thank you to everybody who's donated. We really appreciate you. And thank you for everybody who buys our stuff. And listens. And listens. We really appreciate you. And thank you to every single person who's ever left a review. We really appreciate it. It really helps us with the ranking and get to have more people find our podcast. So if you feel called to... Please go leave us a review on
0: Spotify, Apple, anywhere you listen. Thank you. All right, let's get into the episode. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and a Reiki session. All this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we are back with our guest, Sebastian, today, and we're super excited to have him on. So do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do?
2: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm a love attraction coach, manifestation coach, and also a certified hypnotist. And because of my own spiritual journey and my own spiritual awakening, I'm now teaching people how to tap into their own energy, how to connect with their heart, how to be more loving, live more loving lives, and also how to reach the frequency of what they want to manifest to then draw it into their physical reality.
1: Love that. Yeah. So what got you into this, this life path?
2: I mean, for me, it was a very, very personal journey. Like I lived my life for a very long time from a very strong trauma energy. And I lived a very self-destructive life, a very yes, self hating life, a lot of resentment, a lot of hate towards myself. And I was then faced with another health issue. I mean, I'm already born with a congenital heart defect, and I had heart surgeries. And I was yeah very often sick during my childhood. And then around three to four years ago, I had a cyst was, was discovered in my bladder that had to be removed and after the surgery i had severe nerve damage and during this time with all the pain all the all the yeah the suffering i went through this then led to my spiritual awakening because during this time thankfully i then stumbled upon the teachings of dr joe dispenza neville goddard and all kinds of other spiritual teachers which then eventually allowed me through the power of manifesting to not only Let's say manifest my healing in ways that are not typical with let's say a mystical experience but more through synchronicities direct downloads and ideas that yeah were basically flowing with me and I then not only manifested my healing but through this journey I also nowadays I would say 20 times my income Um, I manifested financial abundance, financial freedom. I now have the freedom to live wherever I want, to do whatever I want. Whereas just about three to four years ago, I was struggling with one business, completely broke, never making more than $1,500 a month. And I just stepped into a whole new reality by becoming somebody else.
0: Wow. I love that. It's embodying the energy
1: which you wish to attract.
0: Yeah, I feel like your story is also one of um, like reclaiming your power and um, personal sovereignty, which I think is really cool. Um, Like, I'm really interested in the idea of like recognizing like your potential, like a a potential and your abilities as a human when we're in this like society that constantly wants to stifle us and make us feel like we can't like be who we want to be or have like the life that we deserve like somehow we're not worthy of it or we're not good enough and then it's just like almost like as soon as you realize that you are all these doors start to open up and i think that you're a really powerful example of that so um yeah i mean it's
2: it's interesting how how basically from a from a young age we're conditioned to believe that we can only change our emotions when something external happens, when something external changes, something around us. But we never really get confronted with the idea that what if, like that's just something that I would, I would invite everyone who's, let's say, embarking on this spiritual journey and who still has a lot of doubt, especially when it comes to the law of attraction, manifesting, which is okay. I think doubt is perfectly fine in the beginning. I always tell, for example, my coaching clients, don't just – Don't just believe what I tell you, but put it into practice and then see it with your own eyes and experience it in your life. And to just ask yourself, what if this conditioning that we are basically victims of our external circumstances, that we are victims of whatever happens to us, if this was not true and if we would actually, through our emotions, through our thoughts, through our being, Create our reality, and I think this is a beautiful thought because this gives you this gives you the power to really see. Hey, I am a creator, but at the same time, it also gives you this feeling of responsibility. Like, oh God, I am really responsible for the, for what I created there. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This can, of course, also happen, which is what I think a lot of deliberate creators go through at the beginning.
0: Mm, yeah, like that, like moment of realizing that. We've been manifesting our realities just not consciously. And then it's like, well, what happens if I consciously engage with my you know these energies? Um, yeah, and it,
2: and it also takes it also takes courage to then take the responsibility and say, I am a creator, because it's always easy to say, hey, if something beautiful happens in my life, I created that. But if something bad happens, like I didn't create that. No, 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 no. And for me, it was really interesting on this journey to look back at my life with all this trauma, all this suffering, all these uh, sleepless nights, all this self hate. And I just looked back at it. And I was like, of course, I created that of course, I created this health issue, it made so much sense. But again, I could also in this moment, keep my ego because this experience really was the death of my ego. And I could have also kept my ego and said, No, I didn't create that I'm a victim, I'm a victim. And I would just stay in this energy. That's, of course, also another path that people can go. And that's why I believe it's so important to especially if somebody's listening and going through something, to just recognize in this moment that this can be your initiation.
0: Mm, yeah. Like, I, I think it's something you said was really interesting, like the whole um, concept of being the victim. And it's almost if you can release that idea that you are the victim, regardless of like how you're feeling or what's going on in your life, as soon as you start to release that again, it it brings us back to that concept of personal power because you're like no i i can like overcome this and you start following into that like current versus i'm like making yourself more weak like i'm a victim and you know i'm being vic- you know the energy of uh what victimization yeah that type of thing so you kind of end up pushing yourself into that and you kind of stay in that spot because you're not empowering yourself to overcome it. I also really liked the when you said, "I am a creator." I think that's a really powerful affirmation. Oh, for sure. As well. Um. So I had a couple of questions. So, are you familiar with Louise Hay?
2: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Now, did you utilize any of her teachings whenever you were on your healing journey?
2: It's actually yeah. It's a funny coincidence that you mentioned Louise Hay because my spiritual mentor was also a family member of mine who, um, let's say it like this she always helped me in the spiritual path even way before I accepted that something like the universe or something like creation ever existed. And she also recommended that book to me, I think it's called heal your body, if I remember it, from from Louise Hay, where she has like the the underlying, let's say, emotional issues that are going on um, for certain diseases, for certain sicknesses or certain symptoms. And when I looked back at this and I I compared it with, let's say, with the teachings of Louise Hay, when it comes to specifically healing your body and the the definitions of these things that I was going through. I remember I was looking at this and I was like, of course, of course. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with her teachings, at least in this regard.
0: Yeah, I I love that part of her book that you're speaking about, it has like a whole, like a whole list of it. And, um, it is crazy when you read it and you're like, ah, this is, um, this really resonates. So I have like, um, hip, well, I had hip problems. Um, I had two hip replacements and it's funny because it deals a lot with like stability and moving forward. And that's kind of the energy I was like having issues with whenever this hip problem became like a serious thing. And then, um, it ended up, getting resolved. So like they kept saying I was gonna have to have the second hip replacement eventually, like we had no idea when and then one day it was like I had to get it done and then fat, like it was very fast and um, and they're both fine now, but I felt like that speed of having the second one done was because I was also like overcoming that energy that I had been sitting in for so long. Um, and now all of a sudden it's like resolved, which is really cool how how that all can like line up and work. Um, Now, another question I have for you, um, you're speaking about manifesting and there's a lot of different ideas and techniques surrounding um, the law of attraction. You'll see a lot of different words being used, um, that type of thing. What is your technique? Like, what is your uh, personal opinion and take on manifesting in the law of attraction?
2: Mm, I'm going to try to simplify it now. I mean, I have different techniques because I believe Some techniques work for some people and other techniques that work for other people. For example, I have some clients who they get really good into that state of feeling with vision boards. And for me, vision boards was never really my thing. For me, it's all about tuning into the the meditation, going to that beautiful brainwave state where you can manifest things. And for each and every person, different techniques work. But to sum it up in a three-step process, I would say, like the first thing that I always do is I tune into my heart. I activate as and now I want to quote Dr. Joe Dispenza, in case you're familiar with his teachings, um, you activate your center of creation, which is your heart. And I will now actually in the next couple of days go to my third week long advanced retreat from Dr. Joe Dispenza. And in every meditation, he does that to activate your heart, tune into your heart, feel into your heart, feel that love energy. And I truly believe from my own experience that when you then have an activated heart, and you feel that love energy, that's when just like in a radio station, your radio receiver is on. And it's on love energy, which is in my opinion, again, I'm just speaking from my opinion and experience, universal energy, which means the energy from the universe. And that's when you can then with your clear intention, let's say, for example, you want to manifest um, your dream home, And you then have this clear intention of your dream home. You created a picture of it in your mind. You know exactly what it should look like. You know exactly how the pool looks like, how the windows look like. And you then create a picture in your mind, either of just that house or of you walking into the house and the first person, for example, I love to manifest in the first person perspective, you know, just like in a video game. And you then with that clear intention, send the signal out to the universe and you then draw it back with the emotion. And I love this three step process. It's very simple. You tune into your heart, you send a signal out with your clear intention helped by a picture, or a little a little movie scene in your mind, basically. And then you draw it back with the emotion that you feel as if it was already in your reality. So for example, if I would ask you right now, how would you feel if you had your dream home and you just want to jump up and you want to scream and go like, yeah, that's exactly how I want you to feel.
1: Mm, that's mm. really cool. Yeah, I love
0: that. Yeah, I, like, I feel like um, for me, uh, whenever I like try to manifest, I'm good at setting it and forgetting it because I found that in certain cases I'll hyper focus on what I want and then I end up like creating this lack energy like kind of like doing the opposite of it I'll do initially like kind of like this is where I see myself and then I just kind of release it kind of knowing that it's gonna have like be taken care of but it feels like similar to what you're saying like kind of feeling that energy and trusting in like the universe and the process which is really interesting
1: what tips would you have for everybody on how to trust how to release your intention and trust, especially if it's something that, I don't know, someone's trying to manifest uh, something that's way out of their current means. How do you advise people on how to put that trust into the universe, into source? That's,
2: that's a really good question. Um, when it comes to trust, I have a very, you can say, alternative way of looking at it. Um, I think in the beginning, having some doubt is quite normal especially when it comes to the law of attraction, because it's a very abstract concept. And a lot of people say, Oh, my God, does it really work? Is it just some hocus pocus? And I would say the best thing to do, at least in my experience, and also from my clients, is to just Feel it again and again and again and just commit to it. And in this case, my way of manifesting um, is a little bit the opposite of what you just described, even though that's perfectly fine. If it works for you, then it's then it's perfect. I always say everybody should do what works for them. Um, For me, I'm a big fan of, let's say, tuning into that potential, which in this case is the future you want to create again and again until it feels more and more real. And the more real it feels, the more that doubt and that, that, let's say, disbelief will go away and will be replaced with trust and with a strong belief. And I also believe that by simply doing it again and again, you signal to the universe, hey, I'm still showing up. I'm still believing in it because if you would not believe in it at all, then you would simply not show up and not do the work anymore. And I can just give you, for example, from my own physical healing. In the beginning, I was so, yeah, you can say physiologically damaged or however you want to call it. I couldn't run, I couldn't jump, I couldn't do all these things anymore. And I absolutely love basketball. And for me, I had this picture in my mind that I created, that one day I will be able to jump again, do a layup, play basketball. And I still remember the first couple of times when I went into a meditation, closed my eyes, saw that picture, tried to basically see myself jumping and doing a layup at a basketball. I had really, really, how you say I struggled a lot. That's the best way of putting it, I struggled a lot to create the picture, I struggled to create the feeling and I doubted myself so, so much, especially because right before that, the doctors I was talking to said, Yeah, if it's not healed by now, you can basically forget about it. And still, by simply continuing to do the work, by tuning into that feeling again, and again, and again, I conditioned my mind, especially my subconscious mind, to at some point accept that this is a possibility because my subconscious mind has seen that picture so many times and has created that emotion so many times that at some point my subconscious mind was, hey, maybe this is possible. huh? I'm seeing it over and over again. I'm feeling these feelings. So let's signal to the brain, yes, I am in that state already. And the more I did that, That's when the beautiful things started to happen. That's when the first downloads came, when the first synchronicities showed up. And through that, through those synchronicities and downloads, and then also the first small manifestations on the way to that big goal of physical healing, that's when you will then believe more and more. And that's why I always tell my coaching clients, just continue to do the work. You will see the changes. Synchronicities will happen. Things will change in your life. And then write down every little change Every little change because so many people make the mistake. Let's say they want to manifest ten thousand dollars a month and now they're at two thousand and then they make three thousand and instead of celebrating the three thousand, they say, Oh, I still didn't reach my goal. And that's, of course, the worst thing you can do in this situation, because then you just introduce resistance. You want to celebrate every small progress, every sign, every synchronicity, write it down, read it again and again, and immerse yourself in that feeling that, hey, things are changing.
0: Yeah, that's really a good point you made about kind of like observing what's going on and then having this excitement and gratitude versus just poo-pooing, you know, things because they're not exactly how you want them yet instead like celebrating these small steps that are taking you where you are eventually going to be i love the building the belief
1: yeah i love that Mm -hmm. because people tend to give up before it's even begun Mm
0: -hmm. what are your thoughts on the idea that sometimes things don't work out the way you expect because they're shifting you into something better? And how does like the law of attraction and manifesting fit into that concept?
2: Oh, that's a beautiful question. And I also believe in that. In fact, I always call that positive contrast, Mm. which means that when something happens in your life, you, you, I mean... Please correct me if I'm if I understood your question wrong, but I think I understood it correctly. That if something happens in your life and in the beginning you think to yourself, ah, that's actually not really what I want to happen, but then eventually it leads to something amazing, right? Is that what yes. you meant? Yep. Perfect. Um, to give you a very, very um, specific example from my own life, actually, it was a couple of months ago. I mean, I nowadays I manifested so much financial freedom that I can live wherever I want, which means in the winter, I'm never in Europe, because it's cold. So I'm always somewhere where it's hot, because I like hot weather, and I just don't like the cold. So I was at a, in a country where it was beautiful tropical weather. I was living right at the beach, enjoying my life. And then for a specific reason, I had to travel um, to Europe. In this case, I had to go to Romania. And I then thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna manifest myself out of this. I'm gonna manifest that it won't happen, that I don't have to go there. And I tuned into abundance, I tuned into freedom, I tuned into all these frequencies, but no matter what I did, I had to go. And I thought to myself, that's so weird. Why do I have to go there? I mean, I'm in such an amazing frequency. I feel amazing and doesn't make any sense and I was like I was fighting it even though, you know, which is kind of funny. Even though I teach that stuff, I still got into this mode of like, "Oh, why is this happening? Why me?" Why me? The old self was creeping in a little bit. And then I went and during this time, for the very first time, I flew over Dubai and then through again a coincidence. I met, uh, I met up with a, actually with a client of mine who lives in Dubai and who then again introduced me to some people who again opened my eyes to a whole new investment opportunity, which will lead me in the future, which I know in the next couple of years to a lot of financial freedom. And I would have never gone to Dubai if the universe wouldn't have pushed me and said, okay, you're going to go there in the winter to Romania a couple of days. So... What I truly believe in, and this is, I want to say that again with Dr. Joe Dispenza's words, because I'm very, um, let's say like this, my own journey was inspired by his teachings a lot. And he also has an amazing example for that. When, for example, you you manifest abundance and you're really in that frequency and things are amazing, like you, you feel a love of energy, you just feel unstoppable, and then your job breaks away, like you suddenly get fired out of nowhere, or your partner leaves you out of nowhere and you think like, what? I'm now... Why is this happening? I mean, such an amazing frequency and things are falling apart. And that's when you have to really, really, really realize that this is the moment where it counts the most, because that's the moment where the universe shows you, hey, you are no longer vibrational match to that past. You're no longer vibrational match to that job. Or in my case, I was in a vibrational match to that opportunity, to that business opportunity. But without me traveling over um, over Dubai to get to Romania, I would have never, never, um, yeah, I would have never met the right people at the right time to then introduce that opportunity to me. And that's where the word trust is important to really realize that when you go in those frequencies and you're doing the work and you're doing it right and you're feeling these feelings, and things start changing around you. That this change will lead you to something good. And I've experienced that now with so many clients where the old life, to a certain extent, has to break away because you're no longer a vibrational match to it. And then amazing things can happen to you.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, and it can be scary and uncomfortable, but that discomfort leads to a better trajectory. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah I, and I would I, feel, I would yeah. also
2: say like it's scary, but for the first time it's very scary. The first time you go like, oh God, shit, what do I do? I lost my job and this and da, da 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 But then the second time when it happens, you're like, wait a minute, I remember the first time things turned out really well. Let's let's go at it. But again, sometimes we as human beings we fall into those into those, let's say human-like traps again, just like I did last year when that happened to me.
1: Because at the end of the day, we still are human. <laughs> So we're exactly. still all working through things, <laughs> our life experiences, so it's normal. But yeah, I needed this conversation. <laughs> I'm very motivated right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do like the um, the idea that of things falling away that you're not a match for, and I think that um, sometimes we will repeat cycles because they're kind of comfortable not realizing that we're staying within this particular vibration by doing so. And then once we start um, applying, you know, the things like what you're speaking on, it kind of starts breaking that cycle and it's very uncomfortable because it's pushing you into this newer, like phase is the new basically. And it's always intimidating and scary when you're out of that comfort zone, but that's where growth happens. Um, it's really cool, really interesting. Um, So what are your thoughts on the concept of shifting your reality? Um, That's another popular thing that is like on the internet and in this like law of attraction bubble. So what's your take on that?
2: It's interesting that you mentioned shifting your reality because um, my six week coaching program is actually called the Abundance Reality Shift Coaching Program. (laughs) So I very much believe into shifting your reality. I would say the... Let's let's again use a practical example because I think that's for your listeners the easiest way to understand it. Let's say you want to manifest abundance. You want to manifest, um, let's say, more wealth in your life, more money. In order to get there, yes, tuning into the frequency is amazing. Yes, feeling the feeling is amazing. And if you do that in a meditation or if you do it by simply repeating affirmations, that's great. But think about the remaining 14 hours a day that you spend awake, living your life at your job meeting friends being with your partner how do you act there and i truly believe that in order to no matter if it's manifesting money if it's manifesting love you have to become the emotion that you want to draw into your life or let's better say you have to become the emotional equal to the experience that's a better way of putting it that you want to attract into your life so when i embarked on my money manifestation journey I asked myself how would the wealthy version of myself live, talk, walk, sit, act, engage with people, what words would I use and I know this sounds kind of it sounds kind of crazy for some people but for me there was a really big eye-opening moment when I became friends with and I mentioned that guy a lot, who is still a very close friend of mine on my podcast, Um, I became friends with the very first millionaire, I actually befriended. And before I had never been in a social group with a millionaire before. And for me, it was so incredibly interesting to observe this person. And to, to just observe the level of confidence, the level of calmness, the way this person articulated himself. And I learned from that that if you want to become wealthy, you have to become wealth. If you want to live in a loving relationship, you have to become love. So one good exercise, or I mean, it's not really a one exercise, but let's say, a mindset, that's a better way of saying it a mindset that a lot of that you are everyone who's listening now that your listeners can maybe think of is to ask yourself in the tiniest, tiniest detail in order to shift your reality who do i have to become in order to manifest what i want and the simplest example is if you want to manifest a very specific partner like a relationship the simplest way to attract this person is to become this person to become the equivalent Mm -hmm. if you want a loving partner a partner who's into health into fitness become a person who's into health and fitness and loving and reach these frequencies if you want to become wealthy then again, ask yourself, how would wealth feel like? And this is something where everybody has to make their own decision and make their own, yeah, use their own little little techniques to basically get there. That's something that in the coaching process we can also find out together. To give you an example, I have one friend who it's actually a really funny story. He bought himself a fake Rolex. And for him, this fake Rolex signaled wealth and abundance. And he used this fake Rolex to tune into that frequency so much that he now recently bought a real Rolex because he got the money for it. For me, however, if I would wear a fake Rolex, I would not feel abundant at all.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So for him, it worked. For me, this wouldn't work. And that's why it's important to think about what would you do? How would you act? How would you feel if you want to manifest something and i think there's also a second aspect of shifting your reality and that's has to do with your environment to shift yourself as the person that you are into a new reality of wealth and abundance and to at the same time slowly in that process get used to a new abundant reality that's why i always give my coaching clients the little homework to Just sit in the most expensive hotel in the lobby and even if you just order a water, even if you just have the money to order a water or a coffee, or you go to the most wealthiest area in your town and you just walk around in the supermarket, you soak in the energy, this alone can help you to get used to these environments. And by then observing the people a little bit and stepping into these realities, you can then become that person.
0: Oh, it's so interesting. So this is kind of a, a silly um, anecdote, but it's on what you said. I stumbled upon this like Lady Gaga interview uh, a while ago, and I just caught like a snippet. I wasn't, you know, interested in watching like the whole thing. But she had mentioned that when she was becoming a artist, that she would tell herself constantly, I am art. And That reminds me of what you're saying, like being and embodying what you want to be.
2: That's actually Um, a really beautiful example. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I thought that was, I always thought that was really cool. But she would just keep saying, I am art, I am art, and then like move in that energy. And it also um, makes me think of this meditation course I just like finished up. It was like a deeper, um, like a deep dive into it. And one of the things that, they talk about is the idea of like living it and living like mindfully. And so all throughout the day, you're carrying that energy with you. And this is one of more um, like focus. So like you're focusing on one task at a time, like not doing a lot of like mental chatter, but it's in alignment with what you're saying to kind of like keep that energy with you throughout the day. Don't just, you know, do it for a moment and then revert back into all of that older energy. It's kind of like trying to move yourself into the more elevated version of whatever your goal is or where you're going. Um, So that's a really cool um, recommendation you made.
2: To also observe yourself in the situation, because often we have these unconscious thoughts. I mean, um, especially, I mean, I'm German and in Germany, we have this kind of jealousy culture. When we see somebody in a in a big sports car, the first thought is like, oh, look at that rich and wealthy person there. Look at them. Like we don't have this kind of, let's say, flexing culture, which is which I often see in the U.S. At least, also from coaching clients who tell me that. And depending on your culture, depending on your area, or just your belief system, just observe yourself how you look at others who have what you want. This is such a huge huge part of manifesting. For example, if I nowadays see somebody in a Lamborghini, I say, Oh, my God, good for them. That's amazing. I'm happy for them. And if I now, for example, see a happy couple, I'm like, Oh, my God, it's amazing. That's like, look at them. They're so in love. And if you for example, let's say, this is some this is an example I think that has been um, displayed in many movies where somebody's single and they see a happy couple and the first thought is like oh, god look at them i want to just strangle them <laughs> and mm-hmm. if you of course have these thoughts then you can't manifest what you want because you're coming from a very very low consciousness in this moment and from a very strong lack energy
0: oh yeah like it's like like realizing that there's abundance for everybody that um, I feel like there's a lot of this, um, like energy that there's not enough, but there is enough love, you know, you're going to find somebody, there's enough, you know, resources, all of that. And it's kind of like overcoming it. But I like also what you're saying, because I feel like it can kind of trigger, um, essentially like shadow work. Cause then you can dive into, well, why do I feel this way? Like, why did I, why was that my knee jerk reaction? And you can kind of go in and work out where those beliefs kind of came from. And heal it, basically. But it has to have a a desire to do the work in
1: order to do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I love that. Mm -hmm. You had a question.
1: Oh, it it was um, circling back to the teachings of Joe Dispenza. I just wanted to know if you had any book recommendations for our listeners to get them introduced to his teachings.
2: Mm, I would say a good start is um, his book, You Are the Placebo. And then there's also a second book, which is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And the last one that I would recommend after those two would then be becoming supernatural. But I think the best starter one is in my opinion, you are the placebo.
0: Mm, Okay, cool. So we'll have that. Yeah. Link down below. Um, another thing you touched on that I like that really resonated was the idea of discovering methods that work for you. So what is your advice to our listeners in discovering a way to like utilize the law of attraction that's effective for them? Because everybody's so different.
2: I would say when it comes to techniques, the most important thing to to look out for is like, what allows me to get to the feeling the fastest and the most intensely? Mm-hmm. I mean, to give you an example, I worked with, um, let's say without without naming any names, but some of my coaching clients are very successful business businessmen, businesswomen or actors, actresses. And even they, even when they when they are actors or actresses and they in their job have to really go into different emotions when it comes to manifesting, they are often very shy when it comes to feeling these emotions because they've been conditioned when it comes to meditation, they just need to sit there very quietly and go om, om, and feel the emotions a little bit. And I mean, I'm very direct. I'm definitely not politically correct. So I often tell my coaching clients when I see that they don't give me their best, they don't go all in. Then I just say, come on, cut the bullshit. What would it really feel like? And usually when I then say this, then they say, "Okay, now I'm going to go all in. And then I see how like their body is moving a little bit and how they start smiling and they get really deep into the emotion. And I want you to not how I always say it um, manifest politically correct, but just keeping your composure and going like, oh, everything is good. I feel amazing. But I want you to just dive as deep as you can in the emotion. Like if you want to jump, jump. If you want to do what I always call the silent happy scream, which is basically where you go like yeah and you just do it in a silent way because you don't want to you don't want the neighbors knock on your door go hey everything okay <laughs> <laughs> but, but to really to really go in those emotions like feel it really embrace it you don't have to hold back because mm-hmm. so many people they limit themselves by then saying like oh yeah it feels good oh yeah it feels good i'm like no 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 what would it really feel like if your body was healed i mean i still remember when i went then so deep into these emotions i had tears running down my cheeks because I was so in the feeling, that's how deep I want to, I want you to go into it, and that's why I always say it's so important to not just think about what you want to manifest, but also why do you want to manifest it. Your why is so powerful. I mean, think about it. If you say to yourself, um, "I want to manifest money," you're like, "Great." I mean, it's paper. Unless you want to swim like what is this guy's name called, uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Unless you want to go like Scrooge McDuck and you want to swim in the money. Um, money itself is not really I mean it's it's nice to have but for what but if for example you have the same dream that I had back then where I said to myself I want to get out of that cold freaking Germany and live at a beach and be happy and I was like visualizing myself at the beach and like
1: yeah
2: then I got in the emotions or if your dream for let's say since you were five years old is to own a Porsche and as a child you had like a Porsche cap and porsche whatever posters on the wall then use that as your why use the one thing that gives you the most fire that that really burns that flame that that in 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 what's the word again ignite that's the word Mm -hmm. to ignite that flame inside of you where you go yes that's what i want and then tune into the feeling
1: okay i love the focus on feeling that's so important
0: yeah yeah i um thought of the concept of action so whenever I think of um, like manifesting the law of attraction, I also think of taking like aligned action. So not just going, oh, it's just gonna like appear in front of me, but like acting. So a good example I have is there was this, um, I don't remember his name. I listened to it a long time ago, but anyways, this guy, he wanted to be in a band. He wants be in a band really bad, but he didn't, he was a drummer. He didn't know anybody who um, played but his goal was that he wanted to like go on tour and so instead of him not doing anything he kept his energy in that like knowing that he's going to be in a band and then he did what he could do in the while he was like kind of waiting for that to show up in his life and that was to keep playing the drums and be the best drummer he could be And then because he kept playing the drums and he kept like posting himself playing the drums and that was what he did, he ended up getting invited to be a drummer in a band and then he ended up going on tour. But instead of him giving up and going like, oh, I have no idea how this is going to happen, he focused on the action that he could control. And where I'm getting at is I always think that that's important that whenever you're trying to manifest you to take actions as well that's in alignment with that. And so in his case, it was to keep playing the drums. Or if like you wanna be an artist, make be the best artist you can be while you're visualizing your work in a gallery. And so what are your thoughts on that? Um, the concept of action combined with the law of attraction? I
2: think it's a, it's a very interesting and important uh, concept. And there are two different aspects that I wanna go into. The first one would be exactly what you just described which for me is basically this guy that you just mentioned, the drummer, he became the drummer. He embodied being a drummer. He continued to do what everybody does who, for example, plays in a band as a drummer. Like where you said, like he just continued to do it. So by doing that, he did exactly what we just talked about before, where he said, you become it. You have to step into that energy. And in this case, taking action action that is in alignment with, what you want with what you want to achieve is immensely important because well by doing that you become it in the same way as, for example let's say you want to manifest more money and you want to manifest or let's let's take even a more specific example you want to manifest a job a new job what would somebody in the physical realm do if he or she wanted a new job he or she would look for opportunities would apply to new jobs would improve his or her resume. And then by doing that and tuning into the frequencies, you, of course, increase your opportunities that things will flow to you. But I think there's also another important aspect that's even more often overlooked, and that's that a lot of spiritual people then believe that it's only manifesting If I didn't take any action, it's only manifesting. If it comes out of nowhere, and for example, I mean, people thinking, yeah, if I want to manifest money, I just feel it. And then the check comes in my mail. That's a typical example that people always mention. A check that I didn't expect just comes in my mail. I mean, that can happen. But now think about it this way. I mean, I always use all the downloads, the ideas, the synchronicities that I had with my different businesses. And nowadays, I have multiple businesses. And Imagine if I would have said, Oh, yeah, I mean, the universe provides me with all these direct downloads, I get all these downloads during meditation, and I have all these product ideas. But if I do something, then it wouldn't be spiritual, right? I would just take action. So I better not do anything and wait for my money. Mm -hmm. In this case, the universe would facepalm itself and would say, Dude, what the heck are you doing? I give you all these signs, all these synchronicities. What's wrong with you? You just have to follow the breadcrumbs. And that's why taking what I always called, I mean, you call it in a beautiful way, aligned action. I always called it inspired action, Mm -hmm. which is the concept of I have an idea impulse, like after meditation, and then I do it. I mean, for example, the Abundance Reality Shift coaching program that I created is the result of the last Joe Dispenza week-long advanced retreat. We're doing one meditation. I had so many downloads, and I always call it downloads when I get some idea directly during a meditation, um, just like some kind of, you know, when it comes from above, like, boom in your brain, um, that my friends, the people I befriended there, had to drag me out on the arm in the lunchroom while I was speaking into my phone. And I was mm-hmm. speaking to my phone for 20 minutes, also ideas for other businesses, like just everything Writing it down, and now imagine if I would say, Yeah, now I have all this information, but if I would do anything now, then it means I'm not spiritual. And that's actually a belief that a lot of people have, and that's why I think it's so important to stay with one foot in the spiritual realm and one foot in the physical realm and to then take inspired action.
1: Oh, wow! About not getting yeah. lost in the spiritual,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I love how you explain that. Um, that's I am in complete alignment (laughs) with that belief system, um, for sure. Uh, We always um, refer to, like, you know, you said you have the downloads. So, we will say to take the leads. So, when you get that moment of this, just try it. Like, you know, an idea comes in your head, and you've been trying to, like, manifest something, and that idea is in regards to what you're, you know, trying to achieve to take the lead and see where it goes, even if it seems like it's, out there or something you could never like here. Like, I don't know, like, let's say, assume like you are trying to, um, manifest more money and then you get like an idea for a book, even though you're not necessarily, um, wouldn't conventionally call yourself a writer, but you've always wanted to be a writer. And instead of talking yourself out of it, take the lead to write the book, because that might be that path to that financial, um, you know, security that you've been trying to manifest. But like you said, if you just ignore it, that might be, you know, you're just ignoring that solution essentially. Um, and then you already answered the question. I was gonna ask you like what you would say to people who claim that like manifesting doesn't work, the law of attraction doesn't work, but I feel like you summed it up with what you just said. Yeah, um, so I, I, can
2: su- I can sum it up again with one very simple sentence. Try it out and see.
0: There you go. That's all you say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't give up. You know. And then there's like that idea. Like, I think sometimes people really hyper focus on very specific things that might not necessarily be what they're the energy matching the energy that they're kind of like putting out there. You know. Um. And then getting upset because that specific thing. Like back at your example with wanting to have ten thousand dollars a month and then ignoring that your income has grown from 2000 to 3000, and then just giving up, you know, and of so celebrating those small victories along the way, you're just like, Oh, it doesn't work. And then you give up on it. Now, the next question I wanted to ask, and you kind of touched on it earlier, but do you advise being being very specific about what you want, or just kind of like, putting an intention out there, and then seeing where the universe takes you? Or do both of those methods work depending on who you are?
2: I would say it depends. I mean, if we define specific, for example, as let's say, I want to manifest $10,000 a month, then I would say be specific, because then this specific thing, or let's say goal of, of $10,000 a month will give you those beautiful feelings. But if I have a coaching client, for example, who says, I want to manifest $10,000 a month with this specific job, then I would say, mm, now you're restricting yourself. Now you're restricting yourself to all the different business opportunities, all the different job opportunities that the universe prepared for you, because that's a little bit too specific. I would say you can still use that job as your picture if it gives you the beautiful feelings, but stay open to opportunities. And that's something that I actually, I would say that I messed up a little bit in the beginning of my manifestation journey, where I was so focused on that one business that I had. And I was like, yeah, universe, I'm going to make the money with it. I'm going to make the money with it. And nothing was happening until I realized why am I limiting myself so much let's see what is out there and suddenly all these business opportunities came to me the ideas came to me because I opened myself up to all these opportunities and while I was not doing that the universe again was probably face palming itself saying dude we just got the perfect opportunity for you I want to deliver it to you but why do you hang on to this one business come on open your focus
0: mm, yeah wow which is definitely resonating <laughs> yeah no that's really like um a good point about like, you can even do that with love like instead of trying to force a specific person to love you instead have a very specific type of love that you want
2: or that's a that's a really good example you know how many <laughs> i always have to laugh when i think about that but you know how many coaching clients i had who booked a session with me or a couple of sessions then because they wanted to manifest a specific person. And then when I helped them to tune into the love frequency and they then met another person or even when they didn't met another person yet, but they felt so in love with their life. And I asked them, hey, you still want that guy? I mean, mostly it's women who want to manifest a specific guy. And I said, yeah, you still want that guy? He's like, no, ugh, why would I? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, we have we get a lot of um, yeah. of that, like people like very specific about a specific type of person, you know, and it's like, no, this, you want a certain type of love. And first, you know, right now you feel that that individual could fulfill for that for yeah, you. But but, that oh,
2: actually, yeah, case. that's, that's interesting that you mentioned it now. There's also something I just want to want to share with, with you about that. And in this case, I have the experience that women make this mistake a little bit more often than men, because I think women just have higher standards, to be honest, um, But when it comes to dating, especially a lot of my coaching clients who want to manifest a loving relationship, they always come with these kind of lists. And a lot of this is like six feet tall and making six figures. I think that's a real American thing. Like nobody in Germany says that, but it's a really American thing to do. And it's like dark hair and six foot tall and making six figures. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just, just tune into the frequency of love. Let's just focus on how do you want to feel in that relationship? Because let's face it if you have some billionaire who's like as narcissistic or psychopathic as 50 as that guy from 50 shades of gray, then you won't be happy in the end because <laughs>
1: exactly. it,
2: it won't, it, it won't end like in the third, third movie where everything is like rainbows and sunshine. That's not reality with these guys. And, and I had several coaching clients where, where they then manifested a relationship where they sent me pictures and it was like, Oh, Sebastian, I'm so happy with this guy. And I didn't always tease them. And I say like, yeah, but he doesn't have the hair color you wanted, right? <laughs> and yeah. she said, yeah, but that doesn't matter at all. Yeah, <laughs> so I would say yeah. for everyone who wants to manifest a relationship, no matter what gender you are, um, think about how you want to feel in the relationship. What should the relationship give you? What kind of moments do you want to experience in it? And I always believe the universe in this case takes care of the rest. They take care of the rest that the physical attraction, emotional attraction will be there with the right person no matter if it's the exact height or the exact um, hair color or whatever, in the end, these things don't matter.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because like, whenever, um, like your example, you mentioned the look and the money and all of that, what it translates to is like, you want somebody you're attracted to, you want somebody who can make you feel secure, you know, that type of thing. But then we use like these, like, oh, I want them to make six figures, you know, or
1: very superficial and material. Yeah.
0: But in tr- when you translate it, it actually means like, oh, you want somebody who really loves you and who you're attracted to. And, you know, security and all of that can come in a different package and in a different way. What matters is how you end up feeling. Yeah, it's really cool. So we are getting close to an hour. Um, is there anything you would like to tell our listeners before we close up the episode?
2: One thing that I would really like to say is, again, to repeat that point that I said before, just try it out and see for yourself. I would say everyone who's now a little bit on the fence and saying, yeah, law of attraction sounds nice. Will it work? I don't know. Give yourself at least three months. I have a 90 day challenge for you. Just do it for 90 days to tune into your into your future, to feel these positive emotions, to feel more love, to create these emotions and then observe what happens in your life and really observe what happens in your life. Look back at it. I mean, I, because I have so many coaching clients who when they are in that process of change, suddenly, and this is a good thing, by the way, it's not a bad thing, but suddenly that new self feels so normal. they completely forget that a couple of weeks ago they lived in a completely different reality had a very different emotional state different experiences because it can go let's say like this it can be very easy to get used to that new self that you create when you're in that river of change but to just give yourself 90 days and to see if something changes in your life if you feel better if you meet better people if you have better opportunities and I can honestly say that nobody who has ever taken this challenge and who was really committed to it said in the end, oh, I'm never going to do that again, because why would you stop it? First of all, you will feel better. Second of all, your reality will change to the better. And well, that's what I want for you.
0: Wow. Love
1: it. Thank you, Sebastian. This was a phenomenal conversation. Yeah. I feel very inspired. I hope our listeners feel the (laughs) same. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for doing the show.